everything that I have, praise the Lord. Worship Christ with the best of your portion. I know I won't forget all he's done. He's the strength in this race that I run. King of kings, Lord of lords, all these things he has in store. From the rich to the poor, all are welcome through the door. You won't ever feel the same when you call on Jesus' name. That's all I know, though. But yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your Hey, 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 it's Ty. And it's your boy, Mike. And welcome to another episode of the It's Now Your Diary podcast. Hey, Mike. Happy New Year, Tyra. <laughs> Happy New yes, Year. Yes, 2020, we're seeing clear, I hope. Yeah. How was your New Year? How did you come into the New Year? Chill, copacetic, kept a triple C, you know, cool, <laughs> calm, collect. Same. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a complex question for you again. Let's hear it. Would you rather be able to hear from God through dreams or through nature? Probably. I mean, either way, as long as he's speaking to me, like, yeah, I, I would I would definitely. I mean, dreams, like I told you about that one yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know, what's up with that dream? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it was that him, <laughs> like, you know, but also. Like I've been to the Czech Republic and mm-hmm. just we went on this hike on this it's uh called the Lisa Hora and mm. it's it's just a beautiful like time you know to be in awe of his creation and wonder. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go on a hike all the time to speak to God <laughs> for him to speak to me. So I rather just sleep. Yeah, I'll take yeah. the dream. I'll take the dream. Yeah, same. Go follow us on Instagram because we've been posting some really good posts, journal assignments on there. We've been posting extra assignments on there. And our name on Instagram is It's Not Your Diary. So you can follow us. You can uh, comment, stuff, yeah, and then yes, leave us a review on iTunes or whatever you follow us on. Leave us a review. Subscribe like us all that good stuff our topic for this week is spiritual health i have a few statistics for y'all it's gonna go ahead jump right in christianity over the last decade has dropped from 78 percent to 65 percent and most people that actually left are moving away from religion altogether in america 49% of millennials are Christians right now, and then 40% have no religion at all, and then 9% are other religions. And when I was kind of going through all the statistics, I read that at this rate, religion or Christianity will be going away altogether, and Christianity is actually the most practiced religion around the world today. Mm -hmm. So in America, it's slowly going away, and hopefully hopefully there's a revival exactly I I feel like it is I feel like our generation is kind of like trying to figure out how do we get back into it without like the stigmas were kind of over yeah (laughs) yeah over the past two decades I feel like a lot of things kind of well before before we jump into Mm -hmm. it just real quick like when like I never personally I never liked the word religion like when I came to christ I, really yeah I, I never use it i never, I, I have a relationship with god yeah you know through exactly. christ um when it comes to religion it seems like it's more of oh i'm doing this so then i can be good or i can 
you know, get to heaven or something. Exactly. And that's not no. how I operate. That's not how I think. No. no. I believe that it's totally like I'm loved regardless of what I do. I'm exactly. accepted regardless of who I am, what I've done, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. Like he's got me. Yeah, I totally agree. That's exactly how I look at it. And I feel like for a while, it's kind of been preached a little differently. But I feel like now, you know, us being able to take that back and kind of understand what Christianity or religion or our relationship with God, like what that actually means. Mm Kind of at the beginning of season one, I will go through and give like the Google definition because originally that's kind of what I wanted to do for this podcast since everybody goes to Google. The Google definition of spiritual health is the back balance of physical, psychological, and social aspects of life. Okay. Interesting. I know. Very interesting. And by being spiritually healthy, you will live longer, have lower blood pressure, lower risk of depression and anxiety, true happiness, peace of mind, and no worry. That is what Google says about spiritual health. That second half is pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty accurate, but I also was thinking it doesn't give God like enough credit. I don't know why why did it say lower blood pressure? But I guess this is going off of people. Because, you know, when you go to the hospital, you tell them your religion. And so I guess people who give their religion, I don't know how they, I don't know how they calculate this. But I'm just assuming that once you tell them your religion, they put it in the system. And then they kind of see, like, your life. Like, they track everything, which is kind of freaky. That's but I think, cool. I think that's what they do. That's so. pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Know, because spirituality, you know, should be a peaceful thing yeah you know, for the soul i do it, agree you know it like you said it doesn't cause worry and what happens when you worry you know you mm-hmm. you know your blood pressure rises a little bit you know you get a little anxious yep. heart races all that stuff so yeah i can see but of course i think they're just not trying to be biased in terms of right. one religion mm-hmm. you know what the you know so yeah so with that being said in your opinion what makes somebody spiritually healthy? Simply having a strong one-on-one relationship with God and practicing daily habits to show God that you have faith. When things happen or when there's altercations, are you just completely questioning your faith all the time? Are you like one foot in, one foot out? Are you praying consistently, going to church, studying his word? All those things I think make us spiritually healthy. Our faith is tested how we respond show that we're spiritually healthy because you can do all those things but then you know tests and trials come right you know you can see Mm -hmm. yeah you like you're turning away from god like uh, an example like when Jax was recently in the hospital i almost kind of like reverted back to that place where i almost lost my faith because i'm like what is happening but i didn't like i didn't even go to that point at all i kind of was just like okay you know we he gonna be okay either way i know you have a plan regardless like i'm not gonna even stress about it worry about it i'm just gonna enjoy this moment even though it's not the best moment so yeah i think that's what really determines it's like when you fall on hard times like who do you cling to Mm. or you know when you're having good times who do you cling to like Mm -hmm. is it yourself Mm. yeah then that's real even in those good times are you able to keep a spiritually healthy you know Mm -hmm. stance for yourself like balance because again i'm being real again i'm not the most spiritually healthiest person 
to be honest with you, like I'm using this new year to transform um, to a newer creation than who I was and mm-hmm. who I thought I was becoming and blah, 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 um, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, there would be times where, yeah, I'd be practicing my faith, but when times are good and I'll be praying, but when times are good, I can see myself leaning more onto self, more, oh, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, you know, get on a little yeah. ego trip mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's when your boy starts tripping. Yeah. When times are good, when times are bad, mm-hmm. are you able to keep, you know, and um, I I had asked um, a few, you know, people who I have known mm-hmm. because, you know, again, like I don't feel worthy to be speaking on, you know, spiritual health or what makes somebody healthy spiritually. So I had sought out, you know, people who I know that are spiritual leaders, people who are healthy and people who ample and shining light in my life, mm-hmm. you know, of for Christ. So I had asked them certain things and uh, they gave me a lot of analogies and one of, one of them was uh, working out. So like, you know, when you're working out, sometimes, you know, you can get that body that you want. And mm-hmm. then after that, it's kind of like that summertime hits. And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm not going to the gym mm-hmm. five days a week anymore. And I'm only going twice or three times. Yeah. And your body is still those three days mm-hmm. to, to work on itself to be its best self. Right. And now, now you're regressing, you know, you're slowly, mm-hmm. you know, not too rapidly, but slow enough to where eventually you're going to be at square one again. Yeah. Um, so it's the same as, you know, it's the spirituality. Like you got just had to stay consistent through the whole thing because one, we're not working out for the summer, you know, we're, yeah. we're working out for eternal life. Mm-hmm. So we have to stay consistent, uh, in these things. And right. yeah, let me just stop with this sermon right now and <laughs> continue on. Like, yeah, yeah we can't just go to him when we need something and i feel like that's kind of what you're saying you know sometimes we do have that relationship where it's just like we d- just need something and that's when we go to him it's like that one day a week going to the gym but it's like you know seeking him even when you don't need it like even when you are at a place where you don't need to go to the gym like still going just to be consistent so mm-hmm. yeah i completely agree with that i like mm-hmm. that response for sure yeah Thank you, people who, you know, I reached out to and responded. <laughs> yeah, and I also feel like he keeps us humble and desperate. And, you know, like, that's why we fall on hard times so often because it's like he's trying to get he's trying to get in our ear. Like, he's trying to get us to turn to him more. And one thing I was doing was, like, praying. And my mentor told me that she said she prayed God and says, like, I always want to be on fire for you. I never want the fire to go out no matter where I am in life. And mm-hmm. that was something. I was like, wow, like that's something I really need to do. And so that's something that I kind of implemented. Just so I do always feel the need to still want to seek him. And no matter where I am in life, no matter how bad, how good, I always want that fire too. And so did you ask her, like, how do I ignite this fire? Like what? Like, what fire? The fire to want to learn more, see more, do more, like, everything in Christ. Just Mm -hmm. wanting to seek him more. And one of the things, it was, like, on the journal assignment that I gave is just, like, being in your prayer closet and listening to music. But I'll give more of the little tips Mm -hmm. for the journal assignment. Since, you know, I've been on this journey to getting back spiritually healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, and I have you know sought people but just a few things that people have said is that if you absorb and give yourself you know and spend more time with god and doing godly things the healthier you will be and but if you are absorbing you know the ungodly things or or just like 
physicality. If you're mm-hmm. absorbing all this junk food, mm-hmm. binge watching Netflix, all all this stuff, mm-hmm. just on a constant downward trajectory, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be healthy. And uh, another uh, response was not always understanding certain things, but you follow God anyway. Mm-hmm. That that can be a sign of mm-hmm. spiritual health. Yeah, uh, because I it's totally it's agree. that faith aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you're applying your faith and. Yeah. Then, Another one that, you know, she said, which I loved, was living your life like a sermon. Mm-hmm. You know, not instead of, you know, just preaching it and mm-hmm. wanting to, you know, give right and wrong, um, you're living it out. Yeah. You know, and that's the greatest sign. Yeah, because, and that's the hardest. Yeah, it's the hardest, <laughs> yeah. but it's the greatest because mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to see the fruits of the Spirit mm-hmm. in you. And they then they start to question, like, what what's up? Like, right. who are you? You right. know, it, yeah. it's pretty dope. Uh, just a few more. To be spiritually healthy, you should feed your spirit, like you said, by digging into God's mm-hmm. word, spending any quality time, and doing it in in delight. Like, you, you'll know when you're like healthy when it's like you're delighting in his word Mm -hmm. when you're taking delight into his words and jeremiah talks about i have found your words and i tasted them and they become a goodness for my soul and it's just like when you go to his word are you like hungry and when you eat are that you're taking in that goodness it's Mm -hmm. like when you eat your veggies you even though it's not always the greatest Mm -hmm. thing to eat you know that it's it's gonna be great for Mm -hmm. your body and then uh a future mentor i believe he said, developing the, the love for the word and a love for prayer while learning to walk in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And while learning is through this whole lifetime, you're going to be in the sanctification process exactly. to where you do like faith rises and falls, mm-hmm. a friend told me. And like you said, it's it's that up and down type life, but you have to have that faith and discernment aspect to be healthy, to know what is true and what is not. I completely agree. I love all those answers. Yeah, thanks guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And I do want to pee back off of what you said about yeah. developing a love even while you're still learning mm-hmm. and so many people like the statistics so many people are going away right but it's just like why it's like what was being told that people decided that like this is not what i want to do it's too much work and having a good relationship with god doesn't mean sinlessness Mm-hmm. And I feel like for a very long time, that's what I thought it meant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it means recognizing your sins when you do them and acknowledging them and apologizing and asking God to cover your sin in his blood. To accept God into your life, you become saved. So you're saved from sin through faith, but you still are a sinner after you get saved. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you'll never be perfect. But it's like, how can I have this relationship with God, still be walking with him, but also not be judged for sins and I think that has been a really big thing in different churches or like in the past that was like a really big thing for why a lot of young people left the church because it was kind of like you know you're not supposed to do this this and this when you look at the bible you have Jacob who was a cheater I saw this post on Instagram and I was just like wow like that's so true you know David had an affair um Noah got drunk Paul was a murderer and like Paul his entire story in the bible just made me be like wow like god can save anybody and we don't have to be afraid of being judged based off of what you do and who you are because no matter who you are um, god wants to be in you like if you're an alcoholic god wants to be with you through your entire alcoholism because like that's who he is he wants to be he wants your heart and he wants to be with us and once i learned that once i completely separated the two and i was just like okay God like I finally get it like you 
you don't care about the specifics, you are going to show me and take me to where you need me to be. It doesn't matter who I am right now. Yeah, that's one thing that we shouldn't focus on, cleaning up ourselves. Like, we have to leave that to God. Mm -hmm. And one of the, the great ways to do that is it takes two to tango in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, like, yeah, just pray and ask God to change you and he'll change you. Like, no, faith without works is mm -hmm. dead. I just wanted to emphasize on getting in your word uh, because in Ephesians talks about how when we're living against God, our hearts are calloused. And if anybody knows about calluses, it's like scar tissue built over the, your organs or your, you know, your skin. And so what the Bible does is that the, the power of the word washes away those cal that callous on your heart. So the more that you are reading his word and praying, you know, his promises back to him mm -hmm. and, and taking hold of those promises and living in that truth and in that power of, of who you are now in Christ, that then like the washing of the word uh, washes away that callous. And of, and of course it doesn't, you know, happen overnight. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's a sanctification process. Like right. it's a it's a lifetime uh, process. So it's like continue to give yourself, feed yourself that word so it stays clean and pure mm -hmm. from that callousness. Because uh, if you let that build up over time, over time, it's just going to be harder for the word to stick with you, yeah. to stick in your heart and in your mind. But yeah, I just wanted to encourage you guys to to let that word wash away all that, all that hurt, all that pain, all that sickness. Mm -hmm. all, all that uh, trauma, those triggers that you have not healed from. Let that word do its part and then you just live it out. Mm -hmm. Just just live in that grace. Live in that grace, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Because I always revert back to what I understand most, which is like God and how it pertains to nature because it's just easier to understand. It's like you are fruit on a tree. You know, God is the tree and the tree supplies the fruit, everything that it needs. You don't have to worry about anything. Like be that, be the fruit. Soak up as much of him as you can, whether it's, you know, being in his word, Bible studies, being around people who can pour into you and you pour into them and just surrounding yourself with that type of environment will also help you with your spiritual health. I know one of the things that I think you also somebody said like what you take in. When I was listening to music on the radio and stuff I just started to feel like just bad like I don't even know how to explain it and I kind of prayed on it and I was just like, okay I just need to stop listening to regular music. I still listen to it like if somebody else is listening but I personally don't turn it on myself because it feels so bad when I listen to it and even certain podcasts that I used to listen to I had to stop listening to those too because it was just too much it's a bunch of different things that we can do so with that being said I, I know a lot of stigmas out there oh you know don't sin don't sin don't mm -hmm. sin uh, and yeah you'll be good with God right and I feel like a lot of people put the pressure on not sinning and mm -hmm. they end up sinning right and, and the word talks about in Ephesians Ephesians 4 it tells you like the things that you ought to put off and then after that it says but now put on this uh, in Ephesians 4 25 therefore put away falsehood uh, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor for we are members of one another uh, and it's telling you you know things of that you know what you you know ought not to do mm -hmm. uh, but then I 
believe in Colossians, it talks about putting on this new man, Mm -hmm. you know, putting off the old man and putting on the new man. God wants us to focus on what we should put on because he's already given you the power to put that off, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, you don't have to focus on that anymore. You are, you are in me. So now all you have to do is put on this, put on love, put on peace, Mm -hmm. kindness, mercy, gentleness, put those things on and live in that. And and it's like, if, if we're, if we're living in faith, we ought not to focus on the things that we shouldn't do mm-hmm. is just live in faith and focus on the things that we should do because uh, he wants to do good right and if, and if we're focusing on not doing the wrong things we're not gonna have time to put on the good things to do the good things because we're so fixated on cleaning ourselves up and not doing the things that we ought mm-hmm. you know once did yeah and even when you are in Christ understanding that a sin is a sin no matter what it is then they're all equivalent like so why are we focusing so much on not sinning when it's so easy to and you know um one of the reasons why some older generations believe in god or don't like to go to church because in that generation they were pre where they were taught that if you are homosexual you're going to hell like it doesn't matter you know if you're sin you're going to hell but bible says you're a sinner regardless we're sinners like no matter on, on the best on your exactly best day, on exactly your best day, right mm-hmm. yeah and i was actually talking to a friend and she was just saying well what would happen and I'm like well God knows everybody's heart even if you're living a certain type of way I mean overeating is a sin overindulging in this. so it's equivalent to being homosexual so don't feel shame focus on what you can do to get closer to God don't worry about anything else because that is what has to be broken like the stigmas have to be broken and having a relationship with God is what's most important like yeah you know you know what you've been taught let's focus on what you you haven't been taught you for our generation just the most important thing that we can do because we see the statistics we see people dropping like flies and it's like why is that well people are feeling so judged and how can we create a judgment-free zone for all our brothers and sisters to get closer to him you know Mm -hmm. and how do we help people and help ourselves feel that they can trust god and they can be with him amen that's real and that's what a lot of people need to hear Mm -hmm. for example i went to church a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. and then after that i go to dick's sporting goods Mm -hmm. i'm a free spirit i'll walk up to anybody just start chatting with uh my buddies at the register i'm talking to uh one of the employees there and you know we just started talking about our Sundays I told her I just got out of the church and then she goes ahead and tells me yeah I used to go to church but I found out that you know for a place that's supposed to be judgment free Mm -hmm. that's like a judgment zone and then she started you know getting into and it be the you know the pastors who are the main ones and yada 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 and you know to a degree of what she was saying you know she was right yeah Christians can be really harsh on Mm -hmm. unbelievers or Christians who aren't following God you know right um um, but at the same time, it's 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 just like wow. What what? How could we do better? How could we how could we shine more light and mm-hmm. let the world know that this isn't that like, the old way of thinking of how Christianity used to be mm-hmm. is no longer that. Like God is God is moving through us still, and and it's and uh, yeah, we gotta do better with that. We have to make it more of a, a comfort zone. You know, yeah. like, I want you guys, you know, come into the, to my arms. Type right. Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we can't 
give that space to people to make them feel comfort, to make them feel open, Mm -hmm. they're never going to hear God's word. Right. And that's the most important thing. Like, absolutely. Like, creating that open space where people can be vulnerable enough to say, like, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to hear from God. I want to learn how to do this. And it not be, like, a stigma behind it. Like, oh, you have to go down in water before you learn how to do these things. Like, you know, creating that type of environment for people. Another thing that I also have kind of seen within myself and my spiritual health is I do get a little comfortable at certain times. And that's one thing that I really do need to work on. And a scripture that I feel like really resonates with that, like when you are in it, but then you do fall off a little bit because there are other things that you're focusing on and following is um, Romans 1, 21 through 23. And this is the NIV version. So the translation is, idolatry begins when people reject what they know about God instead of looking to him as the creator and sustainer of life. They see themselves as the center of the universe. They soon invent gods that are convenient projections of their own selfish plans and decrees. These gods may be wooden. They may also be goals or things that we pursue such as money, power, or comfort. They may even be misrepresentations of God himself, making God in our image instead of the reverse. The common denominator in this, idolaters worship the things God made rather than God himself. Is this anything you feel you can't live without? Is this a priority greater than God? Do you have a dream you would sacrifice everything to realize? Does God take first place? Do you worship God or idols of your own making? And I recently did the social media fast and it's like, well, you know, where am I spending my time? Like, and since I stopped doing the fast, I'm thinking that again, like where, where am I spending my time? Like, what am I putting before God? And just taking the accountability for that. Cause like, I know what I need to be doing and then what I'm not doing. And, and having a relationship with God is just like, we can't be selfish. Putting things before him the world gives us so much one thing that I was almost getting into was like chakras and like sage and all these things and then I realized well are you putting more praise in your sage cleaning the energy of your home or God are you trusting him like what are you putting your trust in and all these things you really do get distracted you do depend on other things me personally I do sometimes depend on other things more than I depend on God and I have been realizing that more and more even it's a humbling thing too. Yeah, you know, yeah. And being thing. able yeah. to recognize. And then, yeah, it's like, what is the priority? What's taking priority over him? Just taking that accountability. With all that being said, I felt like God put separate things on our hearts mm-hmm. that we can kind of give to encourage. I mean, for mine is encouragement. I don't know what you got for, for the people. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, because God speaks to, to everybody yeah. differently and every, God gives words to you know everybody you know so Mm -hmm. uh this is what he had put on my heart becoming spiritually healthy may look a little overwhelming or a a little scary because you don't know what's going to happen in the future that's faith um and it's just like kind of going to the doctor and hearing those negative results and the doctor giving you you know okay this is the treatment Mm -hmm. this is what we're going to do and you know it can be frightening and can leave you stuck mm-hmm. because of the unbelief in our hearts. 
But I just want you guys to ask God to help your unbelief. I read this morning in Mark that I believe, but help my unbelief. And that's yeah. how I that's how I'm feeling right now because I'm going through this process and I'm trying to get healthy myself and coming from in the church and then leaving the church like I was stuck because I was living in this fear like I don't know what's about to happen mm-hmm. I honestly don't know who I'm going to turn out to be I don't know what I'm going to re- you know resort back to I don't know who I'm going to I don't know what God is going to make of this. Mm -hmm. But try to trust him and take his promises to heart and trust that he will deliver because God doesn't promise something and not deliver on it. Also, uh, like we spoke on the scripture in mental health, last week is Philippians or Philippians 4 6 through 8 and just a few tips is to rejoice in the one who is constant with this world forever changing mm-hmm. circumstances always changing price is always gonna stay the same mm-hmm. so rejoice in the one who is constant rejoice in the one whose promises stay the same despite our inability to be faithful to him yeah and pray expectantly there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus so you don't have to go to the throne room of God sad or or expecting that you have to work in order to get your prayers answered pray yeah. expectantly because he already knows what you're going to pray for mm-hmm. before you even go to him mm-hmm. so pray expectantly acting uh, ex- expecting him to act already and live confidently live confidently in the truth that god has put in your heart live confidently that you are an overcomer that you are going to overcome yourself you're going to master yourself you're going to you're going to get you know, these burdens off your back. You're going to help others get burdens off your back. Live confidently in who you are in Christ. Amen. Amen. Now that you say that, I do want people to know that it's okay if you have been in church and you leave. Like, that doesn't mean that you can't go back. It doesn't mean that you're stuck. It doesn't mean that, like, you can turn back to him. And sorry, mm-hmm. and it also doesn't mean that he isn't with you when exactly. you leave the church. Exactly, he is with, you. and that's one of the hardest things I had to I had to come to my you know truth with, is wow, even if I'm not in ministry, you're still with me, mm-hmm. you know. And it was just su- such a, a life giving mm-hmm. experience. But go ahead, Tyra. Exactly. No, no, it's okay. And then I mean, if you just look at who Jesus helped, like oh, so just look at who Jesus helped, like look at who he was standing by, look at all the things that they did. I told you, Paul, he was a murderer. He was blind and then God restored his vision. Like we have to look at those stories and get it in our Bible ourselves. And me, I'm still learning, y'all. Like I'm still a baby in Christ and I'm still trying to learn the Bible and I'm asking God to help me with my memory because Sometimes I'd be forgetting everybody's names, but um, when I was going over my notes and everything, God gave me a message and the message says, come to me. I'm here to heal all your wounds. I'm here to protect you and your families. I'm here to love you unconditionally, despite your flaws and sin. Forget all you have been told and know I just need your heart. You don't have to live a certain life. Come follow me and watch. You'll naturally start to live differently. Give me a chance and watch. I'll change your heart. And this was just a message that was on my heart to share with you all. Amen. 
That's real. Thank you for sharing that. I needed to hear that. Oh, you did. Thank you so much. Yeah. If nobody was touched by that, <laughs> you were. I was. Thank you so much. I needed to hear that. And then with all that being said, I really want everybody who's listening to this to instead of trusting and acting on your own feelings, trusting and acting on God's truth and just start trusting Jesus and he'll clean up your act. He'll revive you and watch once you start trusting him and following him, you'll start to see a change. I'm trying to keep my faith. We on an ultra light beam. We on an ultra light beam. This is a God dream. <laughs> I love that song. And just listen to Jesus is Lord. Jesus is born. Listen to those soundtracks. But go ahead. Uh, we got a journal assignment for you guys. So, so Before I do the journal assignment, oh. you just skip right over Kanye. That was like one thing that everybody, you know how Kanye was saying, the Christian's the main ones who judge him, whatever. Um, I was praying about that because I just wanted to know like what God felt. So mm-hmm. I was praying about it and then he just revealed to me like, look at what I did. Like this is like the power that I have. Cause mm-hmm. we all saw everything mm-hmm. that he was doing. Yeah. And like, it's hard for so many people to believe, but like, this is a clear representation of, of what God does. And his grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's just, and how you brought up David and, all those guys in the Bible. Yeah. Their life is on front street. And that's, exactly. that's one of the things that I was telling my brother. I was like, bro, like when we read the Bible, we see that there's really nothing good about humans in there. Exactly. We're all like, like if you look at everybody who's in the hall of faith, mm-hmm. like they're all sinners. They Lead all up messed all up them. tremendously, exactly. you know, and yet, you know, just like Kanye, for example, God used him mm-hmm. for his glory, despite whatever he may do, exactly. whatever he may say, he is still using him for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and he wants to do the same thing for us. Amen. Believe yeah. that, y'all. Mm-hmm. And y'all, like, read the Bible. Start. You can either start in the New Testament with the Gospels. Yes. To, to see how Jesus lived, to hear his words, mm-hmm. and what he, on certain issues, or you can start in Romans, uh, which... Paul, I, he's my favorite writer. Mm-hmm. I love Paul. He's so dope. Um, yeah. Romans is probably my favorite mm-hmm. favorite uh, book. Yeah, love Romans. Mm-hmm. So for this week's journal assignment, these are a few growth steps that we all can take. This is a few things that I already have been doing, but I want to make sure that I start doing these things like every day. And since I'm a baby in faith or... Yeah, I still say like, yeah, I'm like, like, um, how many months am I? (laughs) I'm going to think of how many many months. months? (laughs) Yeah, I consider myself starting almost a year. I'm almost a year old. So, so the first step is have quiet time with God, starting with once a week, at least five to 30 minutes of time with him and then you can work up to you know five to 30 minutes a day but he just wants some time and church does not count as not one-on-one time I'm just saying like spend one-on-one time with him by yourself reading your bible just getting in his word letting it all just saturate you your mind your heart even if you don't understand what you're reading there are different translations of the bible and that brings me to my next journal um next one is reading your bible there's an app called the U version Bible app that a lot of people have. 
They have Bible studies in there that are really easy to understand if you're a baby like me. You can also be still, be quiet, listen. And that even goes for like having people over or being around people all the time, not being able to just have that quiet time where you can just hear what God is saying to you or try to figure out how God is speaking to you. Recently, I learned that he speaks to us in a bunch of different ways. I'll just give y'all a few. Um, you can hear from God through the word, which is the Bible. You can hear from him through conversations with others. You can hear from him through nature, like we said earlier, through books, through dreams and visions, and then through restful time. So just that time alone. And that's another one. And then just writing down your prayers and then dancing to his music. So really saturating yourself in everything that he is everything that he's offering and finding a church that supports your spiritual needs, finding friends and family who can be there as those people that you can lean on. All of these things will just help us all become closer and closer to God. The more we do, like I'm spending five minutes a day with him, just in his presence, just talking to him. It's a baby step, but it's a step. It doesn't matter how big or how small of a gesture. He just wants our heart. Being intentional about the time that we spend with him is just really crucial, especially if you're trying to build that spiritual health. And appreciate the prayers. I already know some of y'all are already praying for me. And I'm going to be praying for anybody who's listening to this, hoping to get their self on track, to get their life on track. This is a great place to start um, seeking him and Letting him, giving it all to him, your mental health, your emotional health, physical health, give it all to him, Mm -hmm. cast them all on the altar and watch him move, trust that he will move, and if he is not moving quick enough for you, be still. And y'all, I think I forgot one of the assignments, and that was pray to God, whatever you need, you can talk to him like he's your friend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry about that. So y'all might have to go back if you're writing them down. So yeah, that wraps up another episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Leave us a comment. Interact with us on Instagram. Let us know how your journal assignments are going. Let us know if there's anything that you want to learn about. If you have any questions, we're always here. And we want to continue to just be vessels so that God can pour out to you all everything that you need to know. And yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. Later, guys. Bye.